Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Weekend sports with a difference. Yeah, really shouldn't be drinking. Oh, really? You learned that in med school that you obviously didn't get into? A look at the weekend in sports with the inside story on the Blazers, the Ducks, and the Beavers. This is Sports Sunday with Mike Lynch. At least I have my own bed. Your bed is a car. Yeah, but it's a sweet car. And Rashad Taylor. He's a very gifted singer. I'm really, really good. How good? I've been called the songbird of my generation. Stop. By people who've heard me. That good. On 1080, The Fan. Step into the spotlight. Is your mic on? I think so. There it is. Yeah, I heard it, but I was like, what is... Was Was that on the air? Well, happy Sunday morning, everybody. It is... Well, it's, it's fine outside today. Yesterday sucked. It's Portland. Yesterday yeah. was terrible. It was raining. It's 55. Just gray, chilly. Just, just gray. gray all day. I know. I, I I keep having to remind myself about this because it should be summer now, but normally it's not summer yet here. At least when I first moved here the first five or six years, this was normally how it was in June until late June. But the last few years, it's been gorgeous in May. And we all got spoiled and we're all like, wait, where's our warm weather? It's not here yet. It's not here yet. We no. had that week of like 80, but it's not here yet. Yeah, yeah. we had that one week where it was pretty cool. Um, people were going to the river and all type of stuff during that one week. But no, nah, we're, you know, you, you, I, it sucks to say you get used to it. You get used to the oh, I mean, I'm like fine. This. I just want I mean, yeah, but still, like, you would like this for summer to start when it starts for a lot of other people. Like, I mean, when, like. Maybe the weather gods are are being nice to us because they know COVID's still happening and that it would be more torturous if the weather was nice and we weren't be able, being able to do all the things we want to do. Maybe that's it. No, yeah, right? quite maybe, possibly. Maybe they're, they're thoughtful weather gods today, quite, this week. Quite possibly. Either way, like, you know, the, the rain has got to go away and come back another day. Just sometime in, I don't know, October maybe, you know, I'd be good with not seeing another rainy day for October, till October. Well, speaking of COVID or restrictions from COVID, I uh, I went to a restaurant for the first time yesterday since this all started. How weird was it? Uh, it was not that weird. Um, the 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 space was fairly big, and so there was plenty of space for tables and distancing and six feet between tables and six feet in the walkways and all that kind of stuff. It was really nice just to be able to go and have fresh food not delivered and or taken home in your car with you and uh, to have some good whiskey. So yeah. good whiskey a, is always going to make everything else that was just a, better. Yeah, it know? was so. it was a delightful little uh, hour and a half or so that, that we were there. It was very nice. You know, I 
I haven't gotten the itch to go to a restaurant, but I've been getting that whiskey itch a little bit just to go stop by the liquor store and grab one, maybe two bottles, maybe maybe three different ones, you know, just build up the li- just build up sore, the library huh? a little bit, you know, start getting that whiskey library of my own. You're going to be exploring various... Mm, tonight, I guess I'll have a glass of this. Distilleries. Yeah, so I haven't got to the restaurant part, but yeah, a glass of whiskey sounds... Just just nice right about yeah, now. Yeah, I went out to the Westgate Bourbon Bar and Tap House, which is in Cedar Love Hills. Love that place. Yeah, that's where I was. Love it. And it's a very big space, and they have that side room, so there was a lot of seating. And I uh, had a couple of Woodford Reserves. Uh, they have a lot of them there. I, I forget which one I had. I they have a, everything. Yes, they have literally everything. The menu <laughs> is gigantic. Uh, now using QR codes because they don't want to have the shared menus, which I thought was uh. a little bit strange. Um, to have to take a picture on my phone and then open up the drink menu on my phone. What's going on over there? I have no idea. My phone start talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was it was interesting. That was a new wrinkle of, well, post-COVID, we're not going to have a shared menu because they had those giant books of the beer and the whiskey and all that. And it's like, oh, no, just pull it up on your phone. Literally a book. I, I don't know if I'm ready to go somewhere yet. You know, like, honestly, just as far as, like, going to sit and have a drink or have, you know fries or something i don't know if i'm quite ready to do that yet so i'm okay with multnomah county being closed for a, a little bit just until we can get this all the way under control like yesterday i went to um i drove to woodburn just to my, my younger sister turns uh, 13 um later this week and so trying to find her something you know obviously not a lot of places to shop here in in portland so I just drove out there and the lines and stuff were just crazy. Like, yeah, everywhere. people don't Every care store. about this anymore. Now, people are not there. They are over it. They're saying, F it. We are out there. We're shopping. Like, Cinnabon was open. Like, they were <laughs> making sure they, they got their shop on. But it was one of those things. Like, I only end up staying there for about 20 minutes just because, yeah, I'm good. I'm not ready to really be around a whole, whole bunch of people right now. It is interesting. So... <laughs> I feel like I'm part of the people who are who are out doing stuff because I also went back to the gym for the first time this week because the gym is now open in Washington County and my gym is open. Um, but it's this borderline thing of like these were things that I missed and now that they're open, I feel like I can do them. But yet people are acting like a-holes in these places already. Like going to the gym, they have like half the machines are closed, right? And so every other treadmill, elliptical, bike is is roped off. Every other weight machine, if there's du- dual weight machines, like two leg presses, one of them is closed. Um, you know, two bicep curl machines, one of them is closed. But so I, I went on Friday and it was busier than it had been, which, okay. I mean, people are getting a little bit more comfortable coming out. I understand. Mm-hmm. And then I was trying to do legs and people were just jumping on the closed machines because they didn't want to wait because there was like the one leg press machine that people were using and they were like, ah, oh, screw it. I'm just going to use the closed one. And I'm like, guys, guys, don't be selfish about your leg day when we're in a freaking pandemic. Like wait the extra two minutes for the person to get off the leg press machine. You don't need to jump on the closed machine. That's the whole purpose of the social distancing. That's why we're allowed to come back because of distancing. <laughs> And it was just like, oh, my God. It, yeah, was, it I, was frustrating. I think something like that is going to take people a, a little bit to really be all the way. I just think you people know. don't care. And they, they, well, were, they yeah. felt guilty about it. They looked around like, is anybody watching me? I'm going to come jump on this. Oop, the sign got knocked down. Oh, I'm, just, I'm using an open machine, guys. It's like, you know what you're doing. It's like, come on. To me, that's that's one of those where it's like, 
normally it'd be like oh ha 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 funny funny look you're you're breaking the rules quote unquote and it's like guys yeah that's what rudy gobert was doing uh-huh yeah it's not such a big deal and then the nba shut down for three months along with every other sport. and it's like so. our our cases are going up again right you know we had the highest we had ever had in oregon a couple of days ago well but comparably to other states, it's not so bad, right? So we had 175 cases two days ago, which was the most we had had. Then you look at Florida, and they're getting like 2,000 new cases a day, and they opened up, and they, they've had so little restrictions. So in some ways, I'm frustrated that Multnomah County didn't get to open on Friday. Um, but in other ways, I'm like, you know what? I'm glad that instead of letting it get to 2,000 cases, they're trying to be more cautious about it here because – they're seeing a small spike, and it's like, oh, oh, oh slow down, slow yeah, down. Slow I'm sure down. you've seen a small spike all across the world, you know, with with all the um, protests and things that have been happening, not just here in the in the states, but you know, abroad. Uh, there are a lot of people that are more people that are around each other than they have been for the past three months. Like and, huge, huge meetings and gatherings of people. So it was almost kind of be to be expected that you know, which says a lot. Well, like people, didn't Fauci say the protests might not spread as much as as we think? That's a lot of people. More I know. Than, closer I, than when he said feet. that, I, I thought it was weird, but yeah. I was like, How did, he's, it, he's I mean, Fauci. He's the guy. I believe him. I mean, is it is it unbelievable to believe that after all these protests? Unbelievable to believe. <laughs> right. It, uh, to, after all these protests, to believe that nobody else got sick because they were marching together. It's crazy. People are really risking their lives, you know, at that point. You know, there's a lot of people that have underlying health issues that were out there protesting and really at least there's a lot of masks that's oh good. yeah there's there's a whole lot of masks but we know that but there's also touching everything. of strangers and yeah, holding hands and doing all type of stuff I coughing saw a lot of people, from tear gas oh man people you know? exchanging bodily Joe. fluids that way yeah so <laughs> don't be so let realistic me clean, let me this. clean your eyes out real quick and touch all your eye secretions there so yeah so <laughs> clearly there secretions. is some there is some things out there that's that an uncomfortable are, word secretions? it is a word secretions. I, think I think it's a funny word that's up there with moist it is up there with moist. Moist secretions. <laughs> you don't like your cake moist? Uh, no, no. Well, yes, I do. You like but dry cake? I yeah. mean, I, I, I say you want the cake just to be like powder okay, when you I eat it. I do, but I don't like you saying that. Mm. I don't. I, like I don't want to, to hear it from you. What's a be- What other way could you describe moist cake? I don't know. That's that's a good. Is it dense? I'm gonna have to pull Dense up. Dense cake. I'm, uh, I'm gonna have to pull Soft. up the the source. Like, Soft. Cake. Yeah, like I don't know. Like what's a like? What do you? How do you? Yeah. It's yeah. scrumptious. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm more uncomfortable with that word than I am with moist. <laughs> scrumptious. Synonyms for moist. See, it, it, I feel like everybody complains about the word moist, but they never look for a I solution. Think, again, uh, again, another funny is. word to me. <laughs> Dank is a synonym for moist. <laughs> what? When have you, you ever like said dank, dank cakes? <laughs> when have you ever said dank? I've never in my I've whole life. I've said dank about beer and weed. Yeah, that's like the two things it applies <laughs> to. Never ever said the word dank for any. I'm actually any I've actually bought a beer this weekend called the Dankest Hour. Huh? From Pelican. It's an IPA. How was it? It's delicious. It's very dank. Um, <laughs> it is a descriptor for beer. Uh, also, clammy. <laughs> Ew. Is a synonym for moist. Ew. <laughs> Watery, soggy, rainy, muggy, humid, damp. <laughs> you like damp cakes? <laughs> that would be good. Oh, God. I guess that's less uncomfortable, right? I still see, like moist. It's <laughs> mm, that word. I guess in the... Dewy. 
What? In the category of cake, damp I, moist is okay, I guess. There you go. Why is damp-ish the word? <laughs> Saying, uh, yeah. saying I like my cake damp is... Uh, yeah. That's worse than moist. <laughs> yeah, it's worse. 100%. It's worse than moist. Um, all right. We got some sports for you today. and We got some other goofy stuff probably too because I was saying this to Rashad. I am so sick of the same stupid story over and over and over again, especially when it comes to Major League Baseball, but frankly with the NBA too. Oh, we're coming back, but oh, we're maybe got some players who are upset about it and might not come back. And oh, we're coming back. And oh, this is not... It's, but... It is the news, and we do have to talk about it. We'll start with the NBA next. There is a group of players, big names too, who are saying they're not comfortable going to Orlando in the bubble environment for a couple of reasons, and we'll try to dissect that next here on Sports Sunday on the Fan. Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 917 on your Sunday morning. Mike Rashad, Joe with you till 11 o'clock. You can reach us on the fan text line 503-250-1080. You can find us on social media. I'm at Mike Lynch 27 on Twitter. Rashad's at TaylorMade503 and Joe is at JoeFish3, F-I-S-C-H. And then the station is at 1080thefan or facebook.com slash 1080thefan. Um, we all were pretty excited about the NBA coming back, right? They had come to an agreement on their deal and... 29 of the 30 teams had come out in support of it. Only the Blazers didn't like it, um, and not for the reasons that you would think. But it was just like, oh, cool, kumbaya, everything's coming together, everything's working out. And then you get the rumblings this week of group of players unhappy with the bubble environment and Zoom call of 200 players as they try to make a stand against returning to play. And you're like, wow, that's a lot of players. And the underlying thought was that they all thought, well, we didn't really have a voice, right? Our owners voted for it. The player representatives voted for it, but we didn't have a voice in what we're doing here. And apparently Kyrie Irving is the the leader of this, and he's not even going to play. He's hurt. He wasn't even going to come back anyway. He's been the one who's been at the forefront of this, which is interesting because I don't view Kyrie as a particularly uh, strong-voiced leader at all. Yeah. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, huh, that's interesting. And then you hear Chris Paul's involved with it. Carmelo Anthony is involved with it. Uh, Dwight Howard's involved with it. Um, obviously, a lot of other players. Donovan Mitchell included in that as well. And the Jazz are good and have a chance. And he's their best player. So interesting to hear that he's also not interested. And frankly, I don't know if Damian Lillard's a part of this or not. But he was the first one to say that he didn't really want to go back and risk his health if it was going to be meaningless games. Right. And then he came out again, and when he was asked about the going to the protest, he goes, if I'm going to risk my life to go play basketball, I'll risk my life to go protest something I care about, right? Mm -hmm. So he still kind of believes that it's silly to come back and play basketball, even though he is a competitor and he'll come back. And the reasoning they're giving for this is there's, it's twofold. One is some are just saying they're not comfortable with the bubble environment. They're saying, I don't want to be locked down in one hotel room for three months or however long it's going to be. And then the others are saying, we don't want to do this because of the protests that are going on in the country. And I thought that was interesting. I was I was very curious, Rashad, why you thought that was one of the reasons the players didn't want to do it. I understood the bubble thing, but I didn't understand the protest part because I was like, you can still be part of the movement even when you're playing the games, which is technically your job. 
I was like, you could still be part of it. And I was confused as to why that was one that kind of stood out. I understand the bubble. It's a health risk. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't fully understand that one. I mean, I think a lot of people kind of kind of won't, but I think it's as simple as um us as humans, we have very short attention spans. And when these national and global tragedies happen, there's usually something to take our mind off of it, right? There is a concert, there's a gang, there's a family outing, there's an event, there's something you can do to kind of take your mind off of the things that are happening. Make no mistake about it, bro. We are in the middle of a revolution. Like, it's not just something that's happening here in Portland or something that's happening in uh, Minnesota. This is happening across the world yeah, right I, now. Did you see, I want to say it was Germany had yes. the, one of the largest, largest protests yes. outside of what we've had in the U.S.? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it, was, it was awesome to see uh, that from Germany and from a lot of other countries around the world. The reason I think these players are saying that, and which I agree with, is once basketball starts, the headline gets smaller and smaller. The the story uh, gets condensed all of a sudden. And what used to be front page, or not page anymore, but used to, what used to be the top story on CNN or Oregon Live or whatever the case is, whatever news outlet that you use, all of a sudden is going to take a back seat to the NBA starting. I mean, I'm already, James, I'm already seeing less of it, to yeah, be honest with to, you. To LeBron James winning a championship to, or another championship to can Giannis do it? Like, that's going to be the headline. And now you're talking about instead of just the 16 teams that were already going to be a part of the playoffs that you could talk about. Now let's add an additional, what, is it five. six to five teams? Eight teams? Is it 22 teams? How many was it? Is it 22 Yeah, teams? it was 22 teams. So, and, so. so now you add an additional six teams to the mix and that's math and that's a lot of people that aren't going to be paying attention to the 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 revolution that's happening right now and so you got guys like steven jackson who's you know obviously incredibly close to george floyd and just kind of saying now is not the time for basketball and then you got guys like Kyrie who, who isn't even playing which kind of made it weird i think if Kyrie were playing people would feel differently but the fact is he hasn't played for most of the year so in, he already said he wasn't going to play so now he's the one coming out and saying they shouldn't play. I think that's the part that sounds weird for a lot of people. It's like yeah. you have have a history of showing you're not the greatest leader on the court, which is, I mean, I think it's much easier to lead men on the basketball court than it is to lead them through a a, a revolution like we're had that's happening right now. I, so for you not to be able to do that, like it's hard for me to turn around and say, yes, I want to follow you uh, here. I also think the other distraction part of it is that people will stay home and watch the NBA. Yeah. So if you want them, it's not just about what the news coverage would be, is that if you want people to still be out there and, and protesting and making their voices heard, people will stay home to watch their Listen, teams. Listen, with bars and the things opening around the country in, in certain places, and yes, it's going to take a lot of attention away. The reason why these protests and these marches have been so powerful is because there's nothing else to do. This is, this is, this is the gathering. This is the bar. This is like the, I know people that have gone to the protest that really – stand on you know that kind of stand in the middle you know which is fine participate but a lot of people just go because they want something to do i know people that have been to the protest every single day not because they're they're necessarily all in on the movement but they want to help and everything but again something to do somewhere to go yeah there's and, literally like concerts and people performing and at these and it's like well it's but they've become events and yeah so, you shut that down and people will find a way all so and you so i think if you if basketball or baseball is happening right now, I don't know if these protests are as impactful and powerful as they've been, you know? And so that, that's just, I don't, and I think it also kind of 
it, it pushes it to the back burner. And I think these players are telling you that, man, we've been through this so many times. We don't want to be pushed back to the back burner again. We, we can't do that. Is there a thought from you that it would be better if this was coming from a better leader voice uh, in terms of actually making some change? Like instead of it being Kyrie Irving, um, would it be better if it was Damian Lillard who was the one leading this charge? For sure. Um, if it was anybody that's considered a leader on their team or in the league, like if James Harden right now was the one that did that, I think there would be a lot of people that would be like, yeah, you know, I kind of feel you. You know, like you can question whatever you want to about well, James apparently Harden. Two hundred players run yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, Zoom so, call, a so a lot of a lot of people, people, you know, really care. The one point Kyrie made is there's about twenty people in the league really getting paid, and I just happen to be one of them. You know, so like, yeah, we're, the only people that are going to make money from this is the owners, and they kind of feel like the owners are kind of tone deaf. You know, with everything happening, your biggest, uh, I guess, challenge or the thing that you have to do is making sure you get people back on the floor to make sure you can fill these TV deals and get this additional money. And I think that's where a lot of guys are looking at that. Like I'm going to go risk my career and possibly my health and not be around my family for X amount of time. So you guys can fill your TV contracts. That's what we're doing. I, I also saw that a lot of players are uncomfortable speaking up because some of the biggest stars are pushing hard to play. Yeah, Obviously LeBron being number one, first and foremost, and I get why he wants to play. There's only two or three or four teams that have a real chance in the NBA any year anyway. And he and he and the Bucks, him and the Bucks, Lakers and Bucks have the biggest chance. Include the Clippers in there. Um, you know, throw whatever other team you want in there if you if you if you want. But it's really just two or three or four teams. I don't understand why you would be worried about upsetting it when there's a real multiple real reasons why you're uncomfortable. I mean, you can't go to LeBron and say, "Hey, man." you know, I think I'm going to get COVID and give it to my kids or my mom. Or you can say, hey, man, I don't want to go there and play and take away from what's happening in our country, and he's going to be mad at you about that? I don't know. I mean, we don't know LeBron outside of what he portrays to us in the public, but, I mean, he seems to be someone who is a logical human being who supports good causes and, and all that kind of stuff. And obviously he wants to win, and he's he's a competitor first and foremost. But he wouldn't be okay with that. You're intimidated to go stand up against him and, you know, Kawhi Leonard or Paul George because they're on better teams. Yeah. That's weird to me. Yeah. I, I think it's not like you're standing up on him for something small. You're standing up to him for something that makes a lot of sense. And I think LeBron is the one dude that's like, man, he can change things for you. He has a Jordan effect to where like LeBron is changing things for the league, right? He's, he's, he's made players more aware of their, their financial, um, backgrounds or, you know, the things that they have coming to him. He's made players uh, really take that initiative and say, no, this is what I'm going to do for my career. He's really put the power, taken it really from the owners and from the commissioners, and LeBron, single-handedly, LeBron has given it to all of, of the players. He's really become, like, the godfather for the NBA, for all these NBA players. So, yeah, I think a lot of them don't want to go to LeBron and tell them or, you know, don't want to say or disagree more than anything with what LeBron is saying as far as wanting to play. But let's be real. LeBron's team is the first in the, in the West, the first in the NBA, or the excuse me, behind the, the Bucks, second best record in the NBA. Like he wants his championship this year, and he knows if he completes this this year, then trifecta. I got championships: in Miami, Cleveland, and LA. Even though I think a lot of people, as much as they hate LeBron, there's going to be an asterisk next to it, and everybody knows it. Everybody knows with the short, the shortened season and going like everybody knows there's going to be a weird asterisk next to it. So, is this? Is this really what you want if you're LeBron? Like, because that's what's going to be the narrative if you do indeed win. It's, well, it was a 
it was a weird lockout Corona season anyway. Like so, nobody really takes that championship. Like the '99 Spurs, nobody really takes that championship for them seriously. Like I do. Tim Duncan ended up winning four more after that. So clearly he was great. But I think they look at that one like, yeah, shortened season doesn't really count. I do have another thought on this about COVID as well. And there's a report from an agent about how many players would not want to go play due to the coronavirus and some of the things that they're asking for as well. Um, I've got questions and I want to, I want to get into that because I think the protests, okay, I understand the protest angle now. I do. It makes, it actually makes a lot of sense. I wasn't really thinking about it like that. It was like, actually, if you're playing, you have more of a stage to make, make a point, but I understand that it's a, it's about the distraction, right? We're very easily distracted. And right now we don't really want to be distracted. Um, but the other angle of this is the COVID, the COVID stuff. And it's like, Hey, you're coming back to play in a bubble in a state that's having the most cases right now. Like I'm juiced to go if just 2000 right? plus cases a day. Can't wait to go to Florida. That's next. First Joe has sports. Weekends were made for sports. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. 934 here, Sunday morning. Mike Rashad, Joe with you till 11 o'clock. The other concern about the NBA returning, and this has always been a concern, it's just I feel like we're ignoring it because we want sports back, is that they chose Florida as their state of choice to go play in and sure they're going to try to create a bubble and sure they're going to Disney, which has not been open. Um, and sure. So it's a, it's a resort and there's, you know, they're going to be within a certain parameter of space, but the numbers coming out of Florida are, are scary. They're having 2000 plus new cases a day because they barely closed and then they opened up and they started doing stuff again. And the the quote that I saw was that a lot of the players are want to be able to move more if they're going there. They want to be able to go further around the bubble. They want to be able to have more places they can go to, especially because Florida is basically open. They're saying, hey, we can just we should be able to go to restaurants and all that kind of stuff. So the players want to move more than the NBA wants to allow. They're going to a state that has a lot of coronavirus t- uh, positive tests coming in recently. Um that's a whole nother massive red flag. It's, I feel like we were pushing it under the rug because we were in quarantine. Everybody was in quarantine and the cases were dropping and things were feeling good. Mm-hmm. And the NBA comes out with their plan. And they were like, Oh, cool. Great, great, great. Good. Uh, we're going to get some NBA back. We're going to get to see you wins the finals. The Blazers have a chance to make the playoffs. Hoorah. Yay. Great things. And then the reality started to set in, at least for me of, Oh God, you know, it's not going well down there. And how much can you trust 15 players on 22 different teams to follow the bubble and not try to break quarantine and not try to leave the area and not try to go be with their families or go hell be with a side piece or go see someone, you know, there's a lot of individual people that are probably also anxious to get out and do things as well. I feel like this would, this could very quickly end in a, in a flash of, well, we got five more players who tested positive and we can't do this anymore or whatever it would be. And I just feel like people are kind of trying to ignore that as well with the whole bubble idea. Yeah. The bubble is great in theory, but you have to enforce it. 
And how do you enforce a bubble, an imaginary bubble? With a bunch of grown-ass men. Like, right. I mean, you're going to tell... Who this, make a lot of money who are used to being able to do whatever the hell they want to do. And are physical specimens. You know, you're talking about, man, six foot eight, uh, seven feet men. You're going to tell them, no, you can't leave. And of course you're not. Like, so there's really no way that you can possibly police that. Are you going to really lock the bubble, not allow them to go anywhere? Like, that's crazy. And what if somebody within that bubble does have COVID? Like, what does that do to everybody else? You've now, you know, put everybody else there, not just one or two teams, but 22 teams at risk at that point. So there's a lot they have to work out. I don't, like I said, I'm not a big proponent of just, if you are on vacation or are anywhere, I have to stay in the same place for how long? I mean, is there, what's the, what's the timetable as far as, and I, cause that's one thing I haven't seen. Oh, like what's the timetable as far as how long the seed, the rest of the season and the playoffs would actually be. Cause if you're talking, it's good. The playoffs are going to be as long as they always are, which is like two months, almost three months. Like there's no way I'm going to be in the same place for, for three months and not be able to go anywhere. That's worse than being quarantined. I saw like a graph on TV and I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it, but it was showing the length of time you would stay depending on when you got knocked out. Okay. Um, so if it was, if you're not making the playoffs, you're there for two weeks, right? Like in those first eight games, and then you miss the playoffs, you're there for two weeks. Uh, and then I want to say basically it was just doubled for each round after that. So, I mean, you could be up there for probably about three, three and a half-ish months, or down there, I should say, um, maybe four months total, if you're the Lakers and be in a bubble, you've already been quarantined, but at least you've been home, right? Could you imagine not being able to leave a Disney resort room or your yeah, uh, number one, if you've ever been on vacation, which I assume most people listening have, uh, I think that's a pretty fair. Assumption. I think, yeah, I, I, but you know, there's always those people that I've never stayed in a hotel before, but the, so, but if you've ever have like hotels are cool and you might have, you can have the, the most beautiful room in the world with every amenity that you can think of. But at a point, I want to go home. I want to be in my bed. I want to watch my TV. I want to cook my food. And my like, that's the way you're going to feel after a little I want to go so, to a restaurant. I'm in Florida and yeah. things are open, but you're not, you're telling me like, I can't you're go saying to here? I can't go. Like, there's, I have to eat at the same three Disney restaurants over and over and, and over which again. Is, there's no way they'd be able to really enforce or police that. Like, it's almost, it's almost impossible. You're talking about, I mean, math is 12 times, you know. 22. I don't know. My math isn't great. I'm not going to try to do that. Yeah, but you're talking a whole lot, over 200 people, like trying to, in one spot, you know, trying to go to the well, same few restaurants, go to the same staff, few places, plus, plus coaches, plus staff, plus coaches, plus, you know, medical staff, like whoever is there. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's, that's just, it's a great idea in theory, like to be able to go and do that. Now, if you're having like a, a one weekend tournament, like an AAU style tournament, then uh, I mean, okay, like, that that could that could work too, you know. But to keep players and their families there for man three and a half months in the same spot in the same rooms more than likely, that's just not feasible. I don't think. I, I don't I don't think so either. Uh, How, Howard Beck, who's been one of the ones reporting on this, tweeted: One agent estimates that two thirds of the top forty players would refuse to play under the proposed restrictions. Two thirds of the top forty. So and we already know Portland has one of those dudes that yeah. was like, yeah, I'm good. So what hap okay, so what happens if that's the case? Right? What what happens if two thirds of the top forty players say, F you, I'm not playing? Do they bring in replacement players? Or do they just say, sorry, season's over? G League call ups. Here we go. Those guys kind of fill the rosters, you know. So would they actually do that or would they go 
maybe we miscalculated. I think they, well, they would definitely go. They miscalculated because the product would be terrible. There you go. I don't like, want to watch G League players. Put, they can't the put NBA. that on. They can't put that on TV at that no. point. So no. yeah, they would have a huge problem if you know two uh, two thirds of the players of the top forty decided, yeah, I'm good. But it depends on who that other one third is. Is it LeBron, AD, Harden, and and uh, what's, what's uh, Giannis? Then if it is. People would still be well, okay, but that's but still watch, you know. That's three teams out of the twenty-two that are going. The if three you're just that naming, people think the three that people well, think are going to win. Right, right, right. Which is fine. Yeah, but the product that they're going to be putting out before you get to the Eastern and Western Conference Finals going to be trash. Is going to be ninety percent not those players. So it's going to be terrible if other stars are all saying, hmm, "Not doing it, not yeah. doing it, not doing it." And like I said last time, we already heard from Dame being uncomfortable with it. Donovan Mitchell's one who's apparently uncomfortable with it. He's a great young star on the Jazz and, you know, the best player on that team. There's got to be plenty more like that, right? And it's kind of funny. We all thought the NBA was doing it right, but I'm starting to get that feeling now that this is this is trending towards MLB territory here. It's, it's becoming The players rushed. are looking out for themselves and saying, wait, 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 wait. You can't just take advantage of us and put us in this bubble and tell us what to do. We have a lot of we have a lot of uh, say in this as well. We've got a a ton of momentum on our side. Here. And these guys are also thinking about man their their future. You know, let's just be real. They haven't played basketball in three months, and now you tell them to come back, get ready for not just regular season basketball, but the playoff push, and then the playoffs, which is the most competitive time of the year. Like there are guys that are really concerned that. What if I hurt myself? There's there's five young stars that have, that are trying to get um, insurance, get one hundred million dollar insurance claims, just to make sure that if something happens to them during this next little weird playoff push and during the playoffs, that man, I I can we can I can get paid because all five of these young guys are in contract years, and most most likely four of the five at least are going to get max contract deals. So. Like, yeah, do I want to go out there and possibly hurt myself and and not be able to play when the season comes back? And now there's a whole year of rehab that I have to do to get this ACL or this Achilles or whatever. I just, nah, I think there are a lot of guys that are really looking at this. And then in, in, the, in the scope of social justice, we haven't heard much from NBA owners. No, we haven't. We haven't heard anything. Like, so they just voted yes. You've got, and really. Except as, for Jody Allen. As, as you know, you can say what you want to about craft and about, you know, like at least he pinned us, you know, had something to say, you know, even a little bit. Now you got the, the blackest sport in in the world, the NBA, and none of your owners have come up and said anything. And I think that's something that people are looking at. That's something that Steven Jackson kind of alluded to. Some Kyrie is also kind of alluded to is the fact that, man, you want us to come play for you, but you haven't even spoken up on behalf of us at all. Like, Okay, so yeah, I think there's a, a, a it's this is more complicated than we, you know, as the people in this room and sports radio, like we kind of was like, okay, July 30, good, we're getting NBA back. But now it's kind of like, yeah, that might not work, and yeah, that might be a problem too. Uh, we got one more note on this. It's the same realm, but it's slightly different, and we'll get to it next. Five players are asking for league finance insurance policies because of this return as well, and it's a Partially because of, you know, COVID and that kind of stuff, but mostly for some other reasons. We'll tell you that next Sports Sunday. This is The Fan.
Weekend sports with a difference. This is Sports Sunday with Mike and Rashad on 1080 The Fan. Nine forty-eight Sunday morning. Mike Rashad, Joe, with you until eleven o'clock. 503-250-1080 is the text line. You can share your thoughts with us there. Then you can find the uh, the podcast after the show as well. Hours one and two will be up. But I wanted to throw this out. I I didn't know about this. Rashad brought it up when I walked in today. I, I opened the article and read it uh, before the show started. Five young NBA players are trying to get a league financed insurance policy put in place to protect them against career threatening injuries. Once coming back, uh, these five players are all up for contract extensions, which is the key note here. Uh, it's uh, bam out of bio on the heat, Darren Fox and the Kings, Kyle Kuzma on the Lakers. Although I feel like he should not be included on in this list. Donovan Mitchell for the jazz and Jason Tatum for Boston um, are all basically saying we were playing in in-game shape. We've now not been playing for three months. Some are probably in game shape. Some might not be in game shape, right? It's Some are saying that they don't even have hoops to, to shoot on. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out how to how to stay mentally ready for the season. And now they're, they're making them come back with a quick turnaround time with not as much of a, a training camp preseason kind of thing and go and, and basically go full energy 100% of the time because they're in the playoffs. And they're saying this sounds like a really high risk for injuries. And we got drafted three years ago. Our contracts are about to be up. Uh, Let's get some insurance in place just in case that happens. Cause imagine Jason Tatum, like tears his Achilles misses a year and then doesn't get the second contract that he most definitely deserves. Cause he's amazing. And that's an interesting little side part of it too, that you don't think about is we've, we've mentioned it before of, well, it's going to be hard for these guys to really be like fully in game shape and be ready. But we're like, ah, they're they're athletes. It's fine. But I'm assuming the risk of injuries is much higher in, in this kind of a situation coming back to play. And like you said, we're assuming that these guys have been working out. We're assuming that they've been able to lift at their homes. Or Apparently, Luka Doncic or... has not been working out. No, Luka is, <laughs> Luka is definitely not been working out. But Luka always looks like, you know, looks like that, you know, just kind but of. Who has been working out? Yeah. Jokic. Holy oh, cow, he yeah. is, he's he like half this. of a Jokic. Man, have you seen Nurkic? You know what I'm saying? Like certain guys well, Nurkic, are, man. Nurkic had lost a lot of weight he, already. Yeah. So I'm not as, the Jokic look, did you see him in yeah. the jacket? Yeah. He looked like he lost he 200 slim. pounds. Hey, I man, was like, no more, No more him getting gas at the end of the game. You yeah, know, but he's no going to be in there. bodying guys because of his size either. If he, if he's act, it could have been a misleading picture. Like maybe the, you know, the angles, right? The important angles and pictures. Very true. Um, he looked like a third of what Nikola Jokic used to look like. So which, if that's the case, which could be really scary. How is because, he going to use his body in well, the paint? Which could be really scary because think about how good Jokic was and how well he moved with all the weight and all the things that he could do and the way he could dribble and the way he could shoot with all the weight. You take some of that away, then you got damn near an unstoppable player. Man, he's he's probably the biggest one of the biggest mismatches in the league. Like, there's nothing you can do about that dude. He just gets buckets but the one good thing about or not good thing but the one thing about this uh you know these young players is man three of the five of these guys are all-stars De'Aaron Fox probably should have been an all-star this past year but you know Sacramento is going nowhere and so I'm actually really glad that he would probably get his chance to to get out of there because they're going nowhere but this is relevant because 
three of the five and possibly four of the five are the young stars of the NBA. You yeah, know, I'm not all, putting Kyle Kuzma on this list. I mean, I don't I, know like, why Kyle Kuzma's on this list. Kyle Kuzma's a he's good okay. third. Yeah, he's 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 good. Uh, I think he should have been the one they traded for Brandon uh, the, uh, when they traded Brandon Ingram. It should have been Kuzma and not Ingram, but Ingram left and became an All Star. Like, what do you know? So within that little bit, but this is significant because Bam Adebayo, All Star. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, all-star and leader of a team. Jason Tatum, all-star and leader of a team. Yep. Like, you're if these guys don't get this, then you're talking about, man, two teams that don't have a star player. Like, and really, man, Jason Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, like these are the stars of their teams. And the Celtics, I'm not, I don't have the record up in front of me, but I assume the Celtics are a top four team in the in the East oh, at this sure. point. You yeah. know, uh, we know that the the well, first time I've clicked on standings in three months. Right. Uh, the Celtics are the third third in the East, yeah, 43 and, and 21. I assume Utah is somewhere right around fifth or sixth or something like they that. They are fourth, So 41 and 23. So these are, these are again, are great players and, and leaders of these teams. If they don't get what they want, then what does that say for the Celtics, who's a storied franchise? Like, if they can't compete at the highest level during the playoffs, what does that say about them? Like, that's this isn't cool. Like, right now the NBA has a lot of decisions uh, to make, and one of them is making sure you take care of the future, which is these five guys. Do you feel or like four of the five guys at least? Do you, do you feel like um, the leagues know what they're doing? No. In this instance, like they're coming across as if their plans make sense and that they know the the protocols are going to be following. All the ones coming back, at least the MLB will get to next hour has uh, come across as a giant buffoon, but. Um, or, or is there going to be a ton of issues what, if if the bubble happens, like, like they say it's going to, once they get to the bubble, are there going to be a, just a massive amount of issues? Because for me, they're putting on a great face. I believe the NBA thinks they know what they're doing, but nobody knows what they're doing with this COVID stuff, right? And nobody has ever tried to start a sport in one city in one resort in a couple of arenas and just say, Hey, we're going to just put as much as we can into these couple of months. Right. The closest is like the world cup, mm -hmm. but even that is played in multiple cities in a country. Right. But nobody's done this before. So it all seems well and good. And you could say, Oh, I, we, we've got this plan we've talked to doctors and we've talked to epidemiologists and we've got all the testing we need. People will be people. And you can't trust people. And you don't know enough about this virus to make that make that statement that you know what you're doing. I think there's going to be some massive issues. Let's just say nothing happens from this and they all come back to play and there's nobody angry about it and it's just normal. I think there could be some really big issues, whether it's multiple people testing positive or people breaking the bubble or all that kind of stuff that will inevitably lead to a temporary shutdown, at least, of the league again. I think all these uh, sports leagues are a little misguided, you know, because all of them are so for sure that they're going to have the sport this year. Like they're really gung ho on bringing these sports back, which says that they're really more concerned about the money than they are about the players. Let's just go ahead and be real. They want to make sure that they fill these contracts and they don't really care as much about player safety. You can say you do, and you can say that's the top thing, but the, the top, um, I guess goal for you for the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball is to make money. You know, that's that's what they're trying to do. And 
I don't know. I feel like the NFL was like, oh, yeah, we're going to have fans, and we're going to have – we expect a full stadium in September. Really? Do you now? Okay. Like, you know, the NBA saying that, yeah, we're going to start on July 30th, the tentative date, even though can, uh, there are a lot of counties and a lot of cities that continue to push back their restart dates just because, man, COVID cases continue to pop up. Man, really? So you're just going to start in Florida. And, and, again, you keep mentioning it, the, one of the states with the highest number of uh, COVID – cases this is where we're going and then you're going to put us all in this big virus bubble to where we can't move or can't do anything for three months like in theory it sounds great right if this were college we'd have no problem with this right because college players like you know you, you do what you told you do like but you're talking about grown-ass men you're not keeping them in one spot so no i don't think unless their doctors are that much better than all the other ones are across the country which I don't know if sports team doctors are just that much better than everybody else's when it comes to COVID and some of these other things, but I, I don't know. I think they're all just saying the right things to make sure they can get the ball rolling to get their money, to get to kind of stack their pockets again. And at this point, man, uh, they're all there's there's issues all across the board. Baseball's having issues. Football's having issues. Basketball. The only ones Football's that Football's not having issues if you believe them. Well, exactly. And football's just going to... They're just going to keep lying. You know, they're just going, oh, well, no, we're going to be fine. Yeah, Ole Miss is like, we're going to have fans. Yeah, okay. You are? Cool, man. Like, okay. that's cool. But the only sports that I think are going to come back, man, is this one. Golf is going to be back yeah, this no is problem. The fir- first so, tournament since their return. Yeah, so this, this is a social distancing sport already. Like, these are the ones that we're going to expect first. Like, for the NBA and team sports and ones that require a lot of sweating and, and, and spitting and but like, hey, man, like it's going to take some time to really figure out how to do that. So this seems a little rushed. And like you said, if you're talking about two, uh, two out of the um, or two thirds of the top 40 players in the league saying that they would rather not play, then the NBA has a major problem on their hands. If you missed any of this hour, you can find it on the on the podcast after the show. 503-250-1080 is the text line if you'd like to interact with us during the show. Coming up next hour, we do have Hater Love It at 1030. I want to talk about the MLB uh, still continuing to hate itself. And also, I'm not sure if you saw, did you see the MLS's return plan? No, I didn't. I think it's a pretty interesting take. I'm going to go into sports fan mode for that because, yes, it's also in Orlando. So, yes, there's also issues with that. But it's a cool, cool way to bring the sport back that might actually get more eyeballs on it. So we'll get to that all next hour. This is Sports Sunday on the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.